T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown. And Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. I gotta say, I usually don't feel good about our work as we're doing it, right? Like, maybe on a segment-by-segment basis, we're like, yeah, that was a good one, yeah, that was a good one. That, for me, was like one of our most solid hours. Oh, I'm glad. I loved it, too. I like a lot of our hours, though. Yeah, yeah. That's more of my kind of, like, inner therapy that I'm trying to get. It's okay. Even if it's not perfect, it can be good. It can be worthy. It is enough. Lindsay, mm-hmm. you're enough. Oh, thank you. You are also enough, Adrian Hernandez. And you are a WNBA insider. I'll, I mean, the I got to add it. To, should I put it to my Twitter bio? I don't think I have enough characters. Well, let's wait for tonight. My okay. hope is that I get a crazy screen cap of you on w, on, on NBA TV. Yeah. And, de- and then it's off to the races. You never Rocket know. Rocket ship. This, this could be my launching point. Like, what's the Katy Perry? The fireworks. Just fireworks in the Baby, sky. Baby, you're a firework. Do you think if I get on national TV, they'll give us summer league credentials? <laughs> I heard that there was some. Uh, listen, I don't know if the NBA is listening. It's, it's I think pending. they might be. It's pending. It's pending. There, it's was, pending. Some, there was some technological differences uh, that they didn't like from us. Granted, oh, man, I can't. How am I supposed to think, Lindsay? I got ESPN on and Alex Rodriguez and no is wonder. in my face. Yo, but oh, we Jesus. do have an opportunity for our listeners this hour, a big time opportunity because we're giving away stuff now. We're that big of a deal where people are giving us stuff to give away. Now, we don't have tickets yet ourselves, but that's okay because we're giving people. And you get these tickets, unlike our credentials. So there you Who go. Who are they going to see? Who are they going to see? Sal Volcano. Sal Volcano. From Impractical Jokers, at the end of this here segment, and we will hit this today, guys. I promise you this. I prom- This is Adrian's one list of things to do today because he is going to be live at the theater at Virgin Hotel Las Vegas. We're going to give you the cue at the end of the segment for your chance to call in. Well, you can call in for your chance, I should say. Again, live at the theater at Virgin Hotel Las Vegas next Friday on July 15th at 8 p.m. This event is Produced by AEG Presents. And what's the number they should have you know, in their phone but not necessarily dialing yet? Yes, yeah, so coming up, we're looking for a caller 10 at 702-889-5978. Lindsay, they're going to see... Sal Volcano. Who? Sal Volcano. Excellent. Just in case y'all forgot. Listen, if you've never been in radio, the benefit of having a fancy voice guy... Is damn near heavenly. This is what you do in radio. Make your own failure a bit. Sal Volcano. And we absolutely failed him yesterday. Listen. And so that's where we're, we're making it up to him by making sure we have the exact pronunciation, the exact enunciation on every consonant 
on every syllable. You know, sometimes we're not management, Lindsay. No. We're here on the field being a playmaker. Facts. And management (laughs) expects me to not only read properly, but pronounce names after a three-day vacation in which wrestling was involved? Aim higher, sir. Sal Volcano. He asks you to aim higher, and that's what we're going to do. It's time for the footiest of footballs. Who could possibly want Baker Mayfield? Nobody wants him because he's worth nothing. Oh, wait. He has a new home. (gasps) Are you depressed? Oh, Baker. Baker Mayfield. The Baker Bros. The Baker Bros. It's his anniversary today, too. What a present. His anniversary of what? Being drafted? No, being married. Being married. His anniversary present. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. His wife wife does the local news, local Fox. I'm sure they'll probably have to move somebody out of their desk down there in Carolina. Charlotte uh, with Emily. They're in South, right? They're they're in South Carolina, right? No, no, no. No, North Carolina. And the Panthers, Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers play in Charlotte. Yep. Okay. And then then the Canes are in Raleigh. That's also North Carolina. Yes, that's about like an hour and a half. And NC State's over there, too. I wonder if it, it's like because and they're McDonald's twins, with, they never feel like they have their own thing. You know? it, it's one of the... That's it's, a complex. Well, it's kind of like Cleveland and Columbus. Yeah. Columbus kind of, because they just have Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, but, 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 that, but that, that's within the same state. It's just two states, and there's like the Carolina Hurricanes or the Carolina Panthers, like the both of the Carolinas, like yeah, the Dakotas. And they, to, and they have to combine both. Yeah. Well, at least Are the South share? Carolina. They got the Gamecocks. That's true. It's a crazy dope We need more name. of those. Uh, Emily uh, Baker, I'm going to miss you Dirty guys. Myrtle, Honestly, you have the distinction of being Baker, the best quarterback since the Browns have returned since 1999. And that is a fact. Move over, Charlie Fry, Kelly Holcomb. And Kelly as you, Holcomb. You remember, My God. you remember the legend? Oh. He came in for Tim Couch when he was injured. What about Jake DeLome, though? Jake DeLome. What, what about Carolina? Brandon Whedon, though? Brandon you remember Whedon. when you drafted him at 28 years old in the first round? Well, speaking of. he played baseball and then failed. He's like, I'm just going to try football now. Yeah, and remember. Oklahoma State, right? Yes, yeah. Oklahoma State. Him and, uh, what was the, it wasn't Josh Gordon with him in no, Oklahoma I, State. No, I know who you're talking about. He was drafted to Jacksonville, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wow. forget his name. I used to be able to, like, recall him. Hold on. Jacksonville. Jackson, you keep going over Brandon there. Brandon Whedon. I remember Jax. when he uh, they they brought out the American flag and they he went under it and it was very iconic. I'm glad that got reposted July 4th. Justin Blackman. Justin Blackman. Yep. What an era. Baker, I wish you the best. And let's ride. Ride to Carolina. Thank you for, for the memories. I wish it didn't work out this way, Thanks but it is a business. Um, and I'm glad that Carolina was willing to pay 50% of that $19 million Yeah, contract. and what do they send for him for the trade? Uh, it depends on how much he plays, but it's either going to be a fourth or fifth round pick. For a number one overall pick within the last five years who is not just serviceable, but dare I say good when he's healthy, decent. He had one great year. This is true. Lindsey, who's, who's the New York Jets quarterback that just got displaced? They got who's you talking guy? about Sam Darnold. Yeah, sucks so, to be him. Look, it's Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. They can draft Josh Rosen, and they can really what get a that twenty eighteen. Yeah, the twenty eighteen all all Might three. As well, bring in Johnny Manziel to run run the offensive sets, right? They were all top ten picks. Does and this going... change the Carolina Panthers for you though? Because it kind of it kind of it gives a little. Oomph to, for me. Ooh, oomph. Because you gotta remember, like when Paul, when, when Paul Eyehander was still here, they like two seasons ago they were running the simulations on like EA Madden or whoever whoever runs the simulations, and they're like Carolina is gonna go to the Super Bowl, 
Because they're like, on the back of Christian McCaffrey. And then everybody got on his back and then his knees went out. And that's the problem. But now, not like Baker's kind of a perfect quarterback to put here because he can run and he can be that dual threat. And so you don't have to have the battering ram that is Christian McCaffrey. Like they have to respect that a little bit more. You can't stack the box as much, right? Listen, I mean, come on. Apparently. Talk to me. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Robbie Anderson, how's he feeling right now? Who? Robbie Anderson, like the, the wide receiver. like the most generic name of all time. <laughs> Listen, uh, over <laughs> – if you were on Twitter – Leading up to the draft and some of these Instagrams making, you know, Baker Mayfield possibly being traded to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson commented underneath and said no with exclamation points. Then he went to the facility. Panthers media interviewed him. They asked, was that a mistake? Were you hacked? Robbie Anderson said, I said what I said. I said what I said. So I said now, said. look, uh, Carolina... Obviously, they they got a coach that, that's fighting for his job. Um, what I Matt know, Rule with an H? Yeah, Matt Rule with an H. Uh, Robbie Anderson d- said he doesn't have an uh, an issue with Baker Mayfield. But does he have a tissue? He didn't delete the tweet. I give him credit for that. I, I do appreciate Brown's ownership kind of sending you know a thank you and you know saying. Oh, I would build double middle finger exhausts. I mean, it's I'd even crop dust him on the way out. Now, when we talk about the NFC South, though. It's kind of garbage if you think about it. Well, the Atlanta Falcons are garbage. I think the Saints. Kyle Pitt is not going to save them. No, he's Who's not. even their quarterback? Marcus uh, Mariota? Uh, yeah, I think so. Literally. Marcus and uh, didn't they draft home? They drafted. From oh, the, yeah, the Pitt guy. The, no, 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 the Bucks are going to maintain what they have, or if you are all in on the Saints defense, and apparently, I'm not. If you're all in on Jameis Winston, I'm and, not. Well, I mean, this whole this whole division's it's blown not, up to go up against it's, them. It's it's okay. Like the thing, I'm getting vibes from like five years ago with the Saints, where they had about four first round picks. It was the Alvin Kamara draft, like Marcus Peters was in that draft, and they were like six and ten for four straight years, and all of a sudden, boom, they took a huge step. And then Drew Brees, they had like two seasons, and he got hurt because he's old. Um, I I don't trust that, especially since it's first new year head coach. I don't even know who their coach is. No idea. You're talking about for the Falcons? No, for the Saints. No for idea. the Saints, a uh, uh, boy that was their defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. They, with they, a very generic name. Of course. Of course. Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen. Yes. Absolutely generic. Listen to this. Listen to this from Bill Barnwell. This tweet, apparently a column about the winners and losers of Baker Mayfield. One interesting possibility that has suddenly opened up. Would the Browns trade for Garoppolo if he's healthy in August and Watson is suspended for the entire season? Kevin Stefanski's offense in Cleveland shares many similarities to what Kyle Shanahan runs in San Francisco. So there wouldn't be as significant of a learning curve as there might be in other landing spots. The Browns have $48 million in cap space, so they would be one team that what? who could trade for Garoppolo and absorb his contract without having to restructure any deals. A one-year marriage of convenience would make sense for both sides should a Watson suspension occur. It's gone, Kurga, people. Garoppolo would likely be an upgrade on Jacoby Brissett, and he would, be, he would get a year to start a competitive team before hitting free agency. And the Browns don't have any reason to make a longer commitment with Watson in the fold. I feel really bad for Jimmy G. If that happens and they taint the Lort, the cloth cannot be dirtied like that. The Lort 
ascends above the sin that is the Cleveland Browns organization. We're not even talking about Deshaun. Like the fact that the organization bet on that guy, just idiotic. We, we've we've talked to this ad nauseum, but this is kind of genius. I feel bad that he is everyone's temporary girlfriend, apparently. Yeah, what the hell? You talk about another organization. Have you organization? seen those cheekbones? <sighs> He's so handsome. <gasps> Jeez, we, we know who he dates. I respect who Whatever, he dates. Whatever, he can date who he wants. Love who you well, love. Well, I'm just saying the, the, the cheekbones and like how, how gorgeous and handsome of a man he is. And Bill Barnwell is right. It is some of the reports coming out that mid-August is when he's really going to be able to ramp up and teams are going to kind of evaluate. Because San Francisco is kind of like everybody's, well, what's Baker going to do? What's Jimmy going to do? Like, what are the teams going to do? And now they're the team that didn't go first. And we all know that we don't like finishing last. This is true. And we also know that you're banking on someone who's unproven. What happens if Trey Lance sucks? Well, he said he, he lo- he's looking great in OTAs. Is this, would you say... from Minnesota boy. You make sure you put some respect on this kid's name, okay? Would, would it be fair to ask you this question, Lindsay? Did John Lynch mismanage this situation? I think so. I, I think, though, at this point, you've, you're, you're waiting for somebody else to have a catastrophe, right? And that's not an, that, that means you're not in the power position. I thought it would have been better for them to move him at the draft. And and neither of those deals got done. But now that Baker's done, and I, you know, my question is, who's better, Jimmy or Baker? And they're both coming off of injuries, right? True. Whose whose year was more impactful? One went to the Super Bowl, the other went to the second round and almost beat the Chiefs, but didn't beat the Chiefs. Right. Forty Niners went to the Super Bowl, but was it was it Jimmy G or was it the offense? Some would say that Jimmy G cost the Forty Niners the Super Bowl with the overthrow against the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. So it's just one of those situations where, to me... Somebody makes a mistake, it's their fault. You, I didn't realize that the Browns still have this much cap space, which to me seems very preposterous. You said like 40 mil? 48. 48 million dollars? How is that? Literally. Is that because at Watson's, is, it's only 1 million if he's not... if That's how they've structured it, right? If he's well, not playing yeah, it? Well, with all those big contracts, like it's usually backloaded. Right. But to, to have this much... It kind of makes me kind of intrigued of, you know, we have the space to be able to do that, but like we're 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 adding all, like someone someone injured coming back and giving it and being a given that they're going to come and make an impact, and it's a new team. But this is a win now team. This. It's a championship team. Like would true, it, I but, would pr- I would rather have Jimmy than Jacoby. But the thing that that the Browns are now getting used to in re-signing Nick Chubb and Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett and some of these pieces. They've never done this before. You get drafted, you suck, you leave, or you're out the league. Are you saying that it's an unproven culture? <laughs> yeah, now they're building and getting these pieces to stay longer. So they're going to have to save that money to to keep to keep some of this core together. And Amari Cooper's I wouldn't... up there, right? Did you say that already? I'm sorry? Did you say that Mari Cooper's name? He's up there, right? Mari Cooper, he still has a couple years good but he's, value. But he's on your team now, right? Yeah, he is. Who else do you guys have it's for probably, receivers? Probably the steal of the oh, for of, sure. of wide receivers because sure. it's only for a fifth-round pick. Receivers, we, uh, we, we have got to pay a, him a lot of money, David though. Bell, we drafted, um, who's really been proving but himself with this Nick OTAs. Chubb. Nick Chubb can catch balls, and he's an absolute wrecking and ball. And Kareem Hunt, um, we also yeah. we got rid of Austin Hooper, so it's David Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones from Michigan, who had a great year David last Johnson's year. Johnson's in Arizona, where he was last when he was like the only player worth it. That was the last time I had played fantasy football. He was on my team, and he was always my flex. 
It was your flex. Oh yeah, he was getting me mad points. Now, now you flex on your own, badass. I, brown. I hate. I right. I hate playing fantasy. Like that was the fantasy league I did with like all my girlfriends back home that really don't pay attention, which was fine. But then when they, when it's weird when you're playing with people who don't pay attention and just make random decisions and then they end up beating you. Like because they, yeah. it's just completely different. Because you're not playing by our rules. Oh, I'm eight and three on my baseball fantasy team, but we'll save that I for hope next week. Somebody invites me to a fantasy football league this year. I'd really like to participate. Oh, it's my tr- family won't let me in because I'm a woman. It's true. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. It, we'll talk about I'm that hoping later. that maybe that we've mended some fences considering I was invited to the bachelor party. So I, I, I was the life of the bachelor party. So maybe I'll get an invitation. I do want you to talk about something, though, when it comes to Baker. You okay. wrote it in the notes and then something that's going to be oh, on his shoulder and not just the injury. The power of the chip. Dude. <sighs> Lindsay. It's a real thing. He's it's a, a real thing. He was drafted first overall. I know, but that's the thing. He He acts like he wasn't. And and this goes before even he was drafted. He's this is this is he had the he had the audacity to take the Oklahoma Sooner flag and plant it in the middle of the block O at the shoe. Like that's a different type of fu energy. And we've seen him in the dance circles and stuff like that. Like there's a different type of respect for a shake and bake. There is. I and listen, I hear you. Yep. Do you and see I me? understand it. Yeah. I see you. Thank you. Unlike John Cena. Yeah, but here's up. the thing. <laughs> You can act like that when you're on Oklahoma, but when you're on a four and twelve, five and twelve, it's whatever. It's a definition underdog. Games, I got picked number one overall, and I have to go play for the Browns. How long? You can said you it. Be He's the, the best Browns quarterback since '99, and you guys shipped him off. Lindsey, oh, congrats! Congratulations for I'm being better saying, than Charlie. I would Fry. have a chip. I would absolutely have a chip for being left behind oh by the God. team that chose me number one overall for a guy who is literally a predator. Allegedly. Oh, man. And that's really? a whole nother situation. Like, I think there's enough energy for him. Like, he's a catalyst. He's a guy that can generate energy on his own, and that's a rare thing. And that's something that a lot of times we don't want in leaders. We don't want them to get super emotional. We don't want them to be that invested because it takes away from the, the preparation, from being a, a good soldier, from being a good leader. Like, inspiration is a rare thing, people. And he brings that. That, and that's, a, as you said, Matt Rule, on the ropes, on the ropes, taking hits left and right. I can't do anything right. I let go of Joe Judge because he was my offensive corner. Like, this, they need a guy exactly like that. And to point back to our conversation just a couple minutes ago, he's kind of the perfect type of player for what they run. I want to ask you something. Hmm. When I look at Baker Mayfield and him getting into the NFL, so he gets drafted. Hugh Jackson really wants nothing to do with him. Tyrod Taylor. You got the, you got the cool starting. trailer, though. He got the cool thing. He did. Hugh made it as hard as possible. He gets let. He gets let go. Baker plays a huge part in getting Freddie Kitchens to be the head coach because he approved of him. God, that whole experience. He goes after some of the Browns players about you need to be with us, and, and some of the older players were like, "You don't understand how this league works," and people wanting to get their contracts because they know this could be my last contract. Fast forward to this past season. I really do think it affected him, and, and it, it messed with his psyche about the division that was that was within that roster when it came to OBJ and how many players on his team were on OBJ's side. Mm-hmm. So moving forward now in the future and now him learning that, yo, this is a business. Even Another catalyst. Invested, Sometimes catalysts can't coexist. True, and the investment that, that the team put where he thinks he's secure and seeing – 
how the Browns went and got another quarterback that they deemed was going to be better for their franchise. Do you think all these things that have happened, whether it's him being a football player and learning the business because it happened to him Mm -hmm. and some of the things in the locker room, that his psyche and his mentality is going to be changed and damn near, I hope, more mature? I I hope he can be both. I think he can mature and still have something to prove. Like again, this goes back to our conversation in the first hour, which you can absolutely podcast on the Odyssey app. Um, about what's your fuel, what's your motor, and what's your destination. And I, I think some people have a little bit too much motor for their fuel, or too much fuel for their motor. Or maybe they're pointed the wrong way. But I think Baker has has had to be humbled in the last few months, and maybe that's exactly what the best thing for him is. You know what the best thing for our listeners is though, right now? Give away some tickets. Oh my. You see that, Mark? You see what we do? I see what you did. Lindsay's chip is out here. You know what I'm saying? It's out. It's flying. Look, let's get you hooked up right now to win a pair of tickets to go see one of the stars of the Impractical Jokers. Sal Volcano. Live at the theater at the Virgin Hotel in Las Vegas. That's where we live. Your chance to see Sal Volcano is going down. Show starts next Friday, July 15th at 8 p.m. Right now, we're looking for a caller 10. 702-889-5978. That is 702-889-5978. Good luck to caller 10 from the Playmakers and 1140 The Bet. You can go to break. I want to love you. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. This is such a good song. I love Bob Marley remixes. I really enjoy your musical choices. Thank you. I enjoy you. (laughs) You enjoy me? Do you feel like we're in one of those days where we're like in the flow? Because I'm feeling like very integrated right now. There's a lot of pressure with that because I feel we can absolutely pitch a damn near perfect show, but we still got two segments to go, and I'm not even trying to rhyme right now. But A bars? Um, (laughs) Sixth inning? We're in the sixth inning right now? Yeah. No no hitter alert. Lindsay, don't jinx it. Before we move on, though, we got to share some progress here, guys. Because we have to recognize one of our own. One of our own young bucks growing some antlers. Oh my goodness. Today, on the 6th of July, happy birthday to my cousin Sam Boderman. But also, what one Mr. Dominic Lavoie. It's his 20th birthday today. Congratulations, you've beaten teen pregnancy as far as we know. The doctor of the trip? I just received an email from him. Do you know what the email says? You, you have Folder an email? shared with me. Dominic Lavoie, journalism portfolio. This kid showed up day one without a laptop. We talked about this a few weeks ago. We said, Dominic, we want to see what you can do. We want to see what you can provide for us. We want you to put it together. And he has not only done that, but he's shared a folder with me on his day of birth. I mean, if somebody's getting after it, it's him. One day. He's not scouting. (laughs) One day, the drip doctor, he's going to get to experience this. <laughs> he's going to get picked by some of the best. Happy birthday, drip doctor. Happy birthday, Dominic. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you on Friday. We're going to have cake. 
Because it's your birthday yeah. on Friday as well. It is going to be a, a party. Dude. I know he has things he needs to analyze. Mm-hmm. He kind of scared me last week. It got serious it quick did. with the fashion. It did. But that's the passion. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And uh, passion w- uh, partnered with action is simply inspiration. You are you are on the roll with the raps. I'm just the bars. <laughs> just full, Lindsay? Right, and we gave away <laughs> tickets. Oh, my God, KP even? Man, I'm so pumped. Her. I haven't seen her play live ever. And what? so I'm going to get to do that tonight. Are you? Can you promise me something? What? Because I can't be there. This is true. I need you when you see Kelsey. Yeah. Bark it up <laughs> in the media, in the middle I'll, of the press I'll try, box. I'll try. I'm not going to the press box. We got some good seats, man. Oh, oh we got some. <laughs> we got some sidelines over here. That's what we're talking about, man. Okay, Lindsay. Oh. Speaking of high fashion. Mm. Okay, Lindsay. I know. I got my croc sandals on and everything. I put my face on. There's gonna be people <laughs> around, man. Got to show up. NBA insiders. NBA insiders. All of it. All of it. Um, but we're here to talk about some hockey here. NHL updates. We talked a little bit about free agency yesterday and some people that you know might be on their way to uh, new pastures. But there's a little bit of a situation going on in Russia. And, of course, I'm not trying to make light of the re- very real war in Ukraine going on right now um, with Russia, obviously, very much involved, the instigator of that. But with that in mind, we got news last week that a Philadelphia Flyers prospect, Ivan Fedotov, who was playing for the um, KHL Red Army team, which is basically like Putin's team, decided to sign with the NHL. Now, for those of us that aren't super familiar with like different dynamics with professional hockey, usually the Russian players have to play a few years in the KHL. And sometimes that kind of counts as their military service because it is law in Russia that all men must serve in their military for at least one year from the ages of 18 to 27. Now, like I said, it's not like we, we don't have Russian players over here, right? Yeah. But every there's, there's a certain way to go about it because it's not like we're dealing with the coolest of heads, right? And apparently... They weren't too pleased that Ivan decided to sign with the Flyers, and so last week he was leaving, leaving a training facility, and then there was a white van that literally picked him up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is for realsies. This is for realsies. And I mean, we're not that far removed from like, you know, we used to have Paul Stasny here in, in town um, at, for the Vegas Golden Knights. His his father defected, like had to sneak through the middle of the night back in the Cold War days. Like, forget how recent some of our our most scary history is. But there's this real concern, obviously, for Ivan Fedotov, who was apparently accused of attempting to dodge the Russian Army draft by signing with the NHL team, something his CSK uh, bosses did not like. And so <laughs> they picked him up in the van, and they invited him to go to a military registration and enlistment office. And basically they said that he was issued a fake card of some sort, and of saying, like, we're good, we've already completed our, our our service here, and we're good to go. And we all know that literally everything that exists in our world is made up. That is a chair, because we all agreed as a chair. That is rhetorical analysis 101. Yeah. And so there's some real nervousness, not just surrounding, like, prospects being drafted this week in Montreal, but players like Kirill Kaprizov, who's also from Russia, for the Minnesota Wild, one of the, one of the young stars in this league. A lot of... 
people, a lot of the teams were begging their players of, who are from Russia to not go back home. Igor Shosturkin decided to stay in the United States this year because we're not really sure. And then this morning, this other story starts peeking around that, oh, you know that fake military card that was issued to Ivan Fedotov? Yeah. Also, to, they're, they're saying that it could be possibly Kirill because they played on the same team when this was issued by, by an officer like in 2015, 2014, something like that. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is some serious stuff, and there's there's obviously very real fear about players getting back over here, and there's also very real pressure. I feel like from the Russian side for their players to stay over there, and so this is a developing situation. Um, news is not exactly always uh, confirmable right away. I mean, we got Michael Russo on it, who writes for the for the Athletic, who's one of the best writers who I've grown up um, reading since Yay Big when he's at the Star Tribune. Um, he's all over it, and so I trust whatever he says. He already wrote an article about it. You guys can go find it there. But like a very sketchy and scary situation. I would assume this not only affects free agency, but if there's any up and coming people in the Ex- draft, exactly, like it's the, and, the and entire... teams being apprehensive about it too. How could? But how could you not be? And there's already apprehension built in previously because of previous Russian relations, like I. I Kirill Prizov was like a fifth round pick because most of the time you draft a Russian player, they have to play in the KHL probably till they're 23 or 24, and then they'll let you go. And some teams aren't willing to wait around to see, well, are they going to become available and are they going to be good enough to play in this league? Now, Kirill Kaprizov is literally going to revolutionize the Minnesota Wild and everything else. He scored the golden goal for them in the Olympics a couple years ago. He's about as anointed as one could get besides like Alexander Ovechkin. But we all know that at the turn of a certain person's thought, everything can change, right? That is, I, I don't. Wild. If I'm Russian and I'm here in the States, I stay here, point blank, period. A lot of them went back over. A lot of them didn't heed the warnings. And then you have something like this come come out. And I'm sure a lot of them are really rethinking their their thought process. But at the same time, it's like, that's where they're from. That's their home. Their families yeah. are there. Like, they can be threatened as well. That's like, the thing. Uh, and you just, I didn't even, that's what I didn't think of yeah. is the, the family It's not pressure. just you. It's not just you, and we all know how how certain war politicians work and how things can can get out of hand really easily. Um, a team that is real that could get out of hand pretty easily for me. I'm looking at these trade targets on DailyFaceoff.com because I can't just pull names out of the air. Blake Wheeler for the Winnipeg Jets. They have him ranked as the third highest trade prospect. Minnesota product, obviously. But the captain of the Winnipeg Jets, 35 years old. He had played 65 games last year, 17 goals, 43 assists, 60 points. He has two more seasons at $8.25 million, which is a lot of money in today's NHL for a guy like him. But one of the better leaders in this game and a big body that can get things going, that can push play, that can push defensemen back on zone entries. And I'm not really sure what the Winnipeg Jets are doing because they went really hard at Barry Trotz to be their head coach. But Trotz is like, Mm, I'm going to take a year. I'm going to take a paycheck probably from TB, TNT and go sit at a desk for a year, and we'll see where we're at. And so they instead hired Rick Bonus, who left the Dallas Stars, who everybody thought was going into retirement. But this is a team that was expected to do things last year. If Connor Hellenbuck in that, he's won uh, Vesna within the last three or four seasons. Defense has been a huge problem for them. Mark Scheifele has been a huge problem. for I, I would say he's probably on this trade targets list as well, but he has a much different repu- reputation in this league compared to Blake Wheeler. But Blake Wheeler, at two years, at 8.25, they would have to retain some salary, I'm guessing, 
but an interesting piece that might be moved ahead of the draft here up in Montreal. Like I said, other names that uh, spat at the top of this list, Alex DeBrincat's at the top for the Chicago Blackhawks, young player, uh, 24 years old, had 78 points last year, one more year at $6.4 million. Do we want to keep him around while we're rebuilding? Because it's not like they're going anywhere fast, so why wouldn't they want to sell on their young, talented asset now and get a premium price for him? I, the, the GM, Kyle Davidson, said that Patrick Kane, Jonathan Toes, Seth yep. Jones – that they're not being shopped, isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. And also, everybody's being shopped. Seth Jones isn't being shopped because they bet big on Seth Jones so big that they signed him to a massive deal and then also signed his brother. And, of course. Yeah, because they needed to get rid of Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook, and, the, and honestly, it's one of the not-so-great um, signings-slash-trades in the last five or six years. But the, call, the Chicago Blackhawks aren't going anywhere fast, and they're playing in a tough division. And so I will Alex Brinkat get moved? I think that would probably be the best thing for him. But I also know that he really enjoys it there. At least that's what it's been um, narrated to us. Blake Wheeler, Jacob Chikrin, Arizona Coyotes defenseman is at very top of, of a lot of trade deadline deals. 24 years old, obviously very unhappy to be playing down there. And um, three more seasons at $4.6 million, which is a very team-friendly contract for um, any potential suitors. Not sure where it will be moved. Well, Winnipeg would probably be a good place to look. They also have cap space. And you get to Look play at that. For a team you can like you the Jets. Blake Wheeler, send them down there. You can reunite with Phil Kessel, the University of Minnesota Golden Golfers National Championship team. All back together. All we need is get Thomas Vanek out of retirement off the poker table, and we're ready to go. Lindsay, every time you bring up Minnesota hockey players, the light bulb. It's all connected, my friend. It's all <laughs> this is how I this is how I map it out my brain. This is how I remember things. It's all just landmarks and, and oh, I'm like, oh, he played with them and then he played with them and he went there and then it's blah, the blah, Charlie blah. Day scene from Insane. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, Alexander Gorgiev, goaltender. There are a lot of uh rumors that he was attached to the Golden Knights around the trade deadline last year. Um he spent the back half of the season after T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com the deadline with the Carolina Hurricanes but the front part of the season with the New York Rangers that guy is a spider monkey of a netminder he like wraps himself around the post he's super athletic but if you get him Ooh. a little bit off 
Like if you score a couple goals on him, he's the type of guy that's a floodgate goalie where it's just there's a little bit of a mental block where all of a sudden the beach balls become very tough to stop as well. Got you. So many storylines, and not all of them are tied up in Minnesota, although I do have a tendency to make it seem like it is so. Gosh, even Tori Krug is on this list. That's wild to me. That's were, absolutely wild to me. Were you prepared for the schedule to drop today? I mean, I, I knew it was dropped. It's ha- The nights are starting on the road, but I'm like, okay, cool. See you in October or whenever, whatever camp. I know camp's in a couple weeks. Who knows? It's just like we just ended. Already? We just got Eric Johnson, another Minnesota proctor, just won the Stanley Cup. He said, I'm not mentally prepared for this, and neither am I, honestly. And so we better move on. We have one more segment before we get to the abyss. So we'll move on to do just that. Love for the bet. And Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, uh, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. <laughs> Thank goodness they're from here, right? Oh, yes, yeah, right. That's right. Everything is Vegas. The Killers. The Killers. Here I thought we were going to have like the most seamless show of all time, and I'm have a great segment, which we did. Like Ultimately, we had a good segment, and that's the, what matters. But like, I can't get this stupid eye rig in here to work. Uh, it's, it, always, it's always an eye rig. Always. Oh, boy. I'm just trying to do video and be like simulcast and trying to build our brand for our show and, you know, expand Digital our content. audience. And like, it never effing works. Well, it look, drives me nuts. Thankfully, when it comes to audio, you'll be able to hear it on the AUDACY. That's that, fact. That would be the Odyssey app. You know who might be listening? Who? AUDACY. Sal. Oh, well, look, they don't give me enough buns. So. Sal Volcano. Yeah, he might be listening. He, I mean, he should be. He could have tuned in on Instagram, and then he realized, well, this is not the quality that I need, and, and so I might as well just skip it. God, I he, hate this. He may have uh, he may have some beef with me. <sighs> really? I hope not. Well, the mispronunciation. Well, but, we, but we've rectified the situation. Like, I honestly think that yesterday it was such a dumpster fire. We not only took the constructive criticism, but we turned in gold today. I don't know Sal who won. Volcano. Yeah, I don't know who won today. Wendell won yesterday. Mark, if you could come in here and tell us who won those tickets today. We'll be giving a pair again away tomorrow for that big event on July 15th at 8 p.m. at the Virgin Hotel Las Vegas. Um, again, tomorrow we'll be giving those away. But um, some leftover NHL news that I didn't get to last segment. Mike Greer over the weekend was named the first black NHL GM in history for the San Jose Sharks. Let's so go. Somebody I- needs to get that <laughs> dumpster fire quelled and back on the track over there. So he's the, uh, a good guy for the job. The A GM position runs in the family. I think his brother runs the Miami Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, this is true. Um, Jessica Campbell will become the first woman to coach behind an AHL bench that was announced over this past week. And there's actually a lot of announcements of, of NHL teams Promoting women within their organizations. What a concept. Wow. Wow. Right? Let's go, though. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, Absolutely. But she will be coaching uh, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So bring your selfie sticks and all of your puka shell necklaces. <laughs> puka shell. But uh, it's the top minor league affiliate for the Kraken. And so this is a big deal. I know the Kraken have been uh, a very short-lived time in the in the uh, league here, but have certainly made their mark and impact in terms of representation and diversity. And I could not be happier for it because we need more of it. Maybe even in the um, franchise we have here in this town. 
damn right. And hopefully every year it gets better and better until this isn't this isn't a story because this Correct. is normalized all throughout sports. Correct. Absolutely. Um, earlier this year, I, I, I saw there was an NHL player that, that passed away suddenly today, a member of the Blackhawks. But Demarius Thomas, uh, wide receiver for the, the Denver Broncos, they uh, discovered that he had CTE, stage two, I think. Um, died just 15 days before his 34th birthday. And I, I, what I wanted to do is kind of have a larger conversation about what the before looks like, because we see a lot of these athletes that, that play in the very physical sports and that, that have a lot of head trauma, be that in the micro traumas. Like we, we know that sometimes a bunch of little small hits can add up to a worse, um, conclusion than maybe one or two big ones, but of just what the symptoms are and, and how the mood swings come in and paranoia come in. And then when that happens, you try to kind of like stabilize yourself, right? Like how do I get back to even and a lot of people turn to substances Yeah, because then it's consistent. I've relied on substances to stabilize myself before. It doesn't mean that it's healthy. It doesn't mean that it's helpful, but it's consistent. And that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with in their post career, whether or not they have trauma in their head or not. But memory loss, paranoia, erratic behavior, his mood would change and he would isolate himself. He was saying, Mom, I don't know what's going on with my body. You know, I got to get myself together. Like, I don't feel like myself anymore. Developing depression, anxiety, panic attacks. Like, I get really worried about my personal head trauma and, and the history and, and potentially some of the um, consequences later on. But. I just think about like how many things we classify as like addiction or we just kind of like pass on is like, oh, this is just like a their problem. Like this is literally they're they're using self-medicating and most most of the people turn to those things because they're trying to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Or to to, to just numb it so that they don't not even better or better or not feeling it at all and just wanting an escape. Right. And like that, that's probably the thing that, that sticks out the most in what you said is that within a year of him leaving the sport, he's like, I don't feel like myself anymore. Right. Which kind of, I think as a society, we've, we've improved, but there'll always be, there'll always we've be a couple of cults awareness, fans. but we haven't improved in terms of like our support of these people in the after. That's what I was going to say. There's always going to be people in, in, in Colts fans mm-hmm. that will have some grudge against Andrew Luck. Or whatever athlete that decides to let go and, and, and not play the sport at whatever age that they say, and it's time to walk away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's heartbreaking that this won't be the last person no. that will die unexpectedly, whether it's CTE or whatever the damage in their brain is going to cause them to do or right. substance or whatever that they have in their body to mask away the pain or violence like a violent outburst and stuff like that too and that's the thing like I think most of the time when, when we when we talk about the the NFL and the NHL and and other soccer recognizing this they look at it, at it as a threat to their bottom line with with lawsuits which absolutely I understand is a concern but ultimately by denying that truth you deny people the true the truth about what they're going through and also ripping away that potential support network that you could create. Maybe people wouldn't be so pissed off and 
out for money and out for restitution if you were not just taking better care of the players during, but you provided them with with a with a system, with a support network to help spot these things, to help guide these things, to help redirect. Because we can redirect some of these things. We can talk down some of these things. And sometimes you just end up spiraling and and expediting this whole process yourself. And you you talk about spiraling. Like the other thing that sticks out to me is how fast this happened. Mm-hmm. This was a like, rapid decline. Yeah, and he, and and it's he says it's only stage two. At least the the doctors at Boston University. I need to get. I I want to have them on the show, but I want to go to BU. I got BU connections. I should be able to get in there and talk to these people because I'm just like I'm fascinated, and I just want to see like what they're doing and like what they're thinking about like the next steps because it's just it's kind of a metaphor for our society now too like we're fighting for recognition of a problem yeah instead of fighting for solutions for the problem because without recognizing that their problem is present in general like just go to any aa meeting any na meeting any sa meeting like whatever what's the first step admitting and recognizing that you have a problem and Brian, uh, we, we talked about Mike Tomlin doing uh, his first ever interview, long-form interview. Uh, he did it with Ryan Clark, and this wasn't necessarily about concussions or CTE, mm-hmm. but talking about when Ryan Clark was on the Steelers and he was dealing with a medical issue, and Ryan Clark was fighting his hardest to play in Denver, at Denver, but because of all his things, it wasn't in the best interest of him mm-hmm. to play. And he talked to the doctors, and he was fighting, and he's like, look, look, the doctors say okay. And Mike Tomlin said in that interview, He's like, you do realize if you were one of my kids, this wouldn't be a discussion. Right. I understand trying to win a game, but this is bigger than that. You are risking your life to try to do this. And so for him to easily just be like, if that was one of my kids, there's no way in hell I would have you play. So how am I supposed to care about you? He's one coach that really says that because ultimately the business is built on people saying, absolutely go play through that because we need you right now. We don't care about your after. Every game matters. Yep. Every play, every inch. Yep. And it's just, it's really sad. And it's, it's like I said, it's about Rest recognizing. Peace, Absolutely. What a show today was. I'll have a full breakdown of the Aces Liberty game tonight for us tomorrow and otherwise. Hope you have a good night, my friend at Thor, the, the hammer of Thor. You're going to go see something yes. like that. All right. Be well to each other, mostly to yourselves. Use your blinkers because people are dying out there. And otherwise, enjoy the abyss that is our lives. We'll be back in 22 hours to interrupt said abyss as long as we get renewed. All right. Bye, friends. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.